Hi, this is Kyle Aber, the voice of Kiba on Naruto, Aizen on Bleach, the narrator on Dragon Ball Z, Kamina on Gurren Lagann, and soon Ryu on Street Fighter IV. And I implore you to show me your news! Show me your news! And now, coming through your speakers and into your ears, it's the gaming podcast that you all know and love. With hosts Yoko and Samurai Panda, it's... Welcome to Show Me Your News, episode 49, part 2. Now, the event known as E3 has passed, mm -hmm. and we, we've had about a week or so to just let things stew, you know, digest, put out, like, yeah, <laughs> digest is a good word. We put out, like, initial impressions out on YouTube, or at least I did. Yeah. But, you know, now we've had some time to, you know, have uh, things pass, mm -hmm. and so now we're going to have a, uh, like, a full... Uh, recap. We're going to try and make it pretty quick, though, because it is part two. We don't want to make this, like, technically a super huge yeah. episode. And, like, we are living kind of busy lives at the moment. At the moment, especially me, playing Sims 3 while we're talking. Sims 3? How are you liking that game so far? Uh, surprisingly fun. I mean, I I've been a fan of The Sims, and by fan, I mean, like, I've hated the stupid, tedious crap they used to make you do. And they kind of fixed a lot of it in Sims 3, so you can actually do things besides, you know, pee eat, play video games, and sleep. And woohoo. Oh, yeah. Now, no, now I can woohoo. I can, I can woohoo all night long. The first time I ever woohooed, I woohooed four times in a row. <laughs> it was awesome. I was like, how many times is it going to let me woohoo? That is, that is so unrealistic. Oh, my God. Not for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I picked up the game myself. The, uh, the character creation is actually pretty damn impressive. Yeah, surprisingly so. I mean, off your suggestion of making something that looks like me, which I usually never do, um, I succeeded. Well, now he's old. Although, as I say, like, you got old, and like now it really doesn't look like you. Like, Yeah, but in the beginning, it kind of looked like me because of the 5 o'clock shadow. I was going to say, you, al you almost look like a woman. Thank you. Not, not going to lie. I, when I'm older, I will look like a woman. That's awesome. <laughs> I have something to look forward to in old age now. See, yeah, you, sh you should be very excited. Now I forgot what I was telling him to do. Good job. You're T tell him to go woohoo. Well, I think that's, that, that's, like, that's like the very... I already woohooed my pregnant <laughs> wife twice. There you go, and, and you knocked her up. Well, yeah. that's like the very little I actually touch on PC gaming is uh, Sims, yeah, Sims really. 3. Go, uh, go check it out. Um, but, you know, what we're going to do is we're going to go through the... Uh, the three press conferences, and last time we uh, we said in general that we said that you know Sony would you know, accelerate; they would they would do well at this conference. Microsoft would, would kind of stagnate, and then yep. we thought that Nintendo would kind of go on the down end. Uh, they would yeah. kind of just slow down a little bit. And uh, you know what? We're not surprised that, in our opinions, that's generally what happened. Yep. So 
Although, I guess with little tweaks, like Microsoft kind of went down a little bit in some ways. Uh, Maybe in your in, in trying yeah. to go forward, in my impression, in trying to go forward, they went down just by how bad it was. Uh-huh. Um, Sony did go forward, absolutely. They did progress, absolutely. And Nintendo failed even harder than I was expecting. But frankly, I was expecting Nintendo, despite all of that crap we gave them, to basically shove in our face and be like, we know what you guys want. Mm-hmm. Here it is. And you know what they did? Not that. Hmm. Don't know or any Nintendo fanboys. I'll have your back. We'll have a, an interesting discussion when it comes to Nintendo, but that's why we're saving it for last. Yep. Anyway, let's uh, let's get to Sony's conference. Uh, we're going to be breaking these uh, little sections up into, like, we're going to talk about their news and uh, possible technologies that they announced. Mm-hmm. We're going to, you know, mention some of the top games that they uh, they talked about and right. announced at their conference. And then we'll go through, like, our likes or dislikes, the highs and lows of the conference, and then just an overall impression. So that's how things are going to run for each conference. Uh, but we'll start with Sony, uh, and it really all starts with, you know, they started to really push the PSP Go, yep. their handheld. It was the worst kept secret of the entire conference. Which they even made fun of themselves. This, this is true. They, they did say that it was the worst kept secret. Um, you know, this, well, we got some notes here. We were taking notes uh, for, for YouTube's sake. Let's see, some of the, uh, the tech specs on this PSP Go got, se- got 16 gigabytes of flash memory. Which is not mm, bad. Not bad at all. But I, as I said, like on uh, on YouTube, when you compare it to 512 megabytes of a certain Wii console, mm-hmm. that it, that it's definitely <laughs> uh, a a vast stark comparison. Yeah. Um. What else? <sighs> what else is that? It's got you know, uh, Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, and the main thing about the PSP Go, we did talk about it last time, was that it's completely digital. Yep. I mean, it, it looks interesting. I'll give it that. But frankly, I have never cared that much about the PSP. Personally, as a gamer, uh, I'm completely not really satisfied with my DS. I don't know about you. Do you. Would you consider buying another portable having a DS? I'm I'm happy with a DS. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know how much cross market they can get. I don't know if they can really like get people that have DSs to buy the PSP. Even though I I do agree they are doing a great job with it and they're taking it in the right direction. Uh, and if I were uh, a PSP fan. Or perhaps if I had wanted one, this would definitely push me over the edge if I was considering it, you know? Right. But I'm really not in that demographic. It's not, like, just like the DSi, I mean, people are seeing it as if you already own a PSP, it's not really worth the upgrade. Mm -hmm. I mean, and also, it doesn't have a touchscreen. It doesn't have the whole dual analogs that people are wondering if they're going to the first handheld to have dual analogs. The whole touchscreen, like, how are you going to compete with the DSi and the iPhone? Yeah. Or the iPod Touch? Like that's that's difficult on the uh, on the the tech specs of it, I guess. And also, it's it's two hundred forty nine dollars. Yeah, that's uh, it's is as expensive as a Wii. Yeah. Now, given it's probably a better purchase than the Wii at this point, <laughs> but you know, um, that's a little pricey for for handheld. I mean, was it one fifty for a DS now? Um, it's one seventy for a DSi. Yeah. Probably around 130 unless they did a price cut on the DS Lite. Now, the PSP, I think they really should go for a, a, the different demographic. Like, they had the PS3 is the expensive, you know, more uh, willing to put in money demographic. The PSP really doesn't offer what the PS3 does. There's no Blu-ray or anything like that that it has. Right. If they made it cheaper than the DS... Oh, yes. I, I might even consider buying one myself. Oh, yeah. Like, that is what I think they should shoot for is the cheaper market because there are no more discs and everything like that, so they make it cheaper like that, too. Mm-hmm. So they should really shoot for that, and that's what I think is the biggest downfall of the PSP right. Go, or the PSP franchise in general. It's just expense. Although we should give it credit that, you know, the, the graphics on it do look impressive for a handheld, Absolutely. but maybe 
that's their you know reason for justifying the price point. I don't know. Um, what else about the PSP Go? It comes out on October 1st in North America and and mm -hmm. also in Europe, and November 1st in Japan. Yep. So yeah, we'll we'll see how that develops. You know, it's they announced several games for it. Mm -hmm. um, Another news thing that uh, Sony mentioned is that they're bringing 50 PS1 classics to the PlayStation Network. Yes. As excited as I am about that, I, I have yet to buy FF7 because I talked it over to my brother. Uh, the reason we couldn't play FF7 in the beginning, yeah, I haven't played 7 yet. The only Final Fantasy I haven't played. I've never played Final Fantasy, so wait, get, on, get on my case wait. more. Any? Any. Period. Have you played any RPG before? I've played RPGs, just not Final Fantasy. See, Pokemon is an RPG, mind you. Anyway, I'm gonna leave you in your stunned silence and uh, say that you know Final Fantasy VII was uh, released on the PlayStation Network on June 2nd, which was when the conference was. Wait, he wait for it. Any? <laughs> wait for any. Go download five, like. Um, now. I haven't heard, like, anything about 5. You never hear about 5. You like Actually, five? I think I have 5. I think I own it on the DS. I'm just gonna give it to you and make you play it. Alright. Might be Game yeah. Boy Advance. Yeah, you, you do that. Yeah. You do that. Five, 5 was my personal favorite. I loved 5. People love 6. I was not a 6 kind of guy. But, like, any... Dude, like, any? I, I started with Game Boy Color... And no, then, and then no, 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 yes, no, no excuse. Yes, no. These, those, those are those are bull excuses. You can't, you cannot go with that. I will not allow that. Although I do have emulators, you I do have like NES. You lose. I have NES emulators, you just lost. and I haven't you played lost. them. Anyway, oh, damn it, I lost the game. <laughs> and so did everyone listening on stickham.com/smyn. <laughs> you just lost the game. Um. But yeah, the, the big Any news... Any of them? Not no. one. Why? No, let, let's just stop this. This is getting redundant and ridiculous. It's not redundant or ridiculous. It's ridiculous that you haven't played any Final... It's <laughs> so weird. I'm sitting in the room with a guy that hasn't played a Final Fantasy. Yep, deal with it. Um, uh. So Sony also, like, their big news was that, you know, they have a motion controller device. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, it's a wand-like mm -hmm. device with a... Uh, a little ball, or ball on, the on the end. Although they did make the point that it was a working prototype, right. it wasn't going to be like necessarily the final design. Which but I think many people are relieved to hear that because it wasn't the best looking thing. Right, right. It's for a tech demo though. Yeah, pretty impressive. Now, now, what what are your take on it? Like, were you more impressed with that than the? I guess close comparison would be the Natal. We'll we'll get to the Natal later, but I was definitely more impressed yeah. with it. I mean, it's. It is like taking what you know the Wii Remote should have done and better. <laughs> the The precision was intense. Like if you've ever tried mm. like writing anything, even like on the DS, I find like writing on the DS like to be kind of difficult at least. I mean, even you think it'd be easier for just like you know almost like a pad and paper or whatever. But like if you had to write with a Wii Remote, forget about it. Yeah, not oh, possible. Yeah. And then you see like the the close diction and dictation the absolute that they had. That it, they it, was, right. it was amazing. Absolutely, it was. And for the sword and shield demo, I know you were most impressed by that. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was so cool. Like just that one part where he like where he tickles the skeleton. He's like, dickle, dickle. I was like, whoa! Like look, like he was going in between the ribs, mm -hmm. and then he like picked up its chin and then whoosh, yeah. it's just slashing. It's like 
I re- that's what they I, should have yeah, done. I really like the, actually the first person shooter part of it where like they went into oh, the really? first person shooter and went into that because mm-hmm. I think you could see a little bit of a glimpse into what the future of games on the PS3 with this motion control or maybe the future of games like. in general with how many motion centering things they have now yeah it, it, was, it really seems it like was, that it was, might it was be. like a brief look into to virtual reality uh, yeah. I guess um, and they also had what else they had they had the FPS the RTS actually Oh uh, yeah, all like the which which uh, I think that was the least impressive part personally. Mm-hmm. Did did you? Yeah, I mean it was because it was just like circle and move, but like yeah, you've never seen an RTS work well on a console, and we'll talk about it later. Just like the overall power that the PS3 has, like it could make it possible. Oh yeah, um, and the ar- the archery was. It, it looked nice. And instead of like just going at a target, just like to hit enemies, it, mm-hmm. it looked good. Overall, it was just the precision of it. And I have to, I have to make a beef with people yeah. after E3 who said that Microsoft and Sony are stealing Nintendo's yeah. Wii Remote technologies, and it's not fair. Blah blah blah. Wait, did they say not fair? Well, uh, yeah, like it's not. They're they're totally cheating and copying off the technologies, and I, that that's just bull. I Duh. mean, I mean <laughs> motion controls are the way of the gaming future. There's no denying that. Yeah. And it wasn't like they're releasing this in a month or so. It's going to take time, mm-hmm. maybe even like an entire year. Maybe we'll still be at next year's E3 and they'll yeah. be talking about how they're still trying to improve this. Which it does seem like it might be since they never get anything concrete on either. Right. It was just tech demos and all. But they're showing the beginnings of their technology and what they mm-hmm. have in store like certain other companies don't do certain other companies have to have it at a certain stage before they can yeah, present it to the public which is ridiculous um but overall when you looked at those demos it was just way nice these were oh, demoed yeah. far nicer mm-hmm. than motion plus was at, was it at demoed the, even like honestly I, I can't even say that was demoing it it seems like they did nothing. Uh, they they barely even talked about it. I mean, the Wii Remote when it came when it was you know demoed in E three at E three oh six when mm. you know that was the big hype for the Wii when the Wii was you know a few months away from release when that, the Wii Remote was demoed there. Yes, it was an enlightening moment in gaming, Absolutely. no doubt. But these demos and tech specs after a few years were just so much more impressive, so much more pristine, so much more precise, mm-hmm. and. It, it was great. It was very impressive. But instead of us, you know, continuing to talk about, like, the tech demos and the technologies that were announced at Sony's uh, press conference, we got to talk about some of the games. And one of the first games they talked about was MAG. Uh, they talked about MAG last year. I expressed a lot of interest in MAG. I thought MAG was going to be great, depending on how we see, what we see, and, and how it is. And I was blown away. Uh, were you? Oh, I'm just the overall online capabilities... And yeah. yes, like last year, you know, Microsoft. And, and when he said that all the sounds in in the game were made by actual players, I was like, "Holy crap, that's amazing!" Now, Nintendo fans, listen to this. If you did not watch Sony's press conference, Mag is a a game. It mm-hmm. simulates war and you know companies and little clusters and groups and all that. Mm-hmm. The idea of the game is that you go online and you're playing with two hundred and fifty six people all connected, on the same server, playing. Yep. And when this was demoed, there was hardly any lag. Mm-hmm. All the sounds, you know, like you said, were being made by different players. Yep. Now, you look at and Nintendo... We did yeah. know that, the, that these people in San Francisco and people like all around the world, developers that were playing, 
all around the world. So this can't be like the trick that they use in, in other uh, things I know at E3 last year, where they had like a T3 line going behind the you know closed doors right next to them, right? Where they showed oh no lag kind of thing, you know. Right. Th- this was actually people across the world. Mm-hmm. And now you look at Nintendo Wi-Fi connection Ugh. and how four people in a fighting game can have one of the most atrocious lags that you can almost experience at times. Mm-hmm. That is just incredible. It, what's incredible to me, rather, is that Nintendo is so... It's lacking any sort of next-gen uh, technology that their competitors are doing. So I've been getting into this TV show, a British TV show I've been watching uh, and now then, Dragon's Den. Dragon's Den is yeah. a good show if you yeah. haven't heard of it. Uh, basically, it's just a, like five venture capitalists. It's a, a round TV show. People come up with the, their business ideas and they say, invest in me. And these five people have their own money, say, sure, I'll invest you or no. One of the biggest re- reoccurring things that I see in that show are when, they, when someone comes up with an idea, a great idea, and they say, you cannot patent this. You can't patent this. Competitors will rip it off. It's a good idea. And there will be copycats out within a year that do it better, cheaper, and faster, and more expensive than you. And you know what's funny? I'm looking at Nintendo. They're Wiimote. Their only gimmick. And I look at the competitors. Natal. The uh, the wand, whatever they want. I don't even they think they gave it a project name. They just said PlayStation Motion Controller. Yeah. yeah. And this is exactly it. Mm-hmm. They are upgrading their current consoles to include what Nintendo has. To include the gimmick Nintendo has. Nintendo is not upgrading their console. They're not advancing their console. The Wii is stagnant and it's not changing because they don't have the functionality, the technology, or the know-how on to do what their competitors are doing. The PS3 has been considered by many people to be the best console now because they've advanced over the years. They've given the fans what they wanted and more. They've kept upgrading the firmware. They kept giving it more functionality after it was released. The Wii? What's changed with the Wii? Oh yeah, how many years has the Wii been out now? It's been updates to Black Piracy. Two or three years, and all they do now is update the block piracy and, oh, SD card finally. Oh, thank God they gave it we, to us three we, years after we asked we, for it. We speak. Don't forget we speak. I forgot we speak because there's only one game that uses it. <laughs> um, <sighs> oh, we should also mention really quickly with the, the PlayStation motion controller that it goes with the, uh, the PlayStation Eye, their camera. That's how it works. It's, right, it's right, the camera yes. and the wand. So I have the Eye because uh, I had Eye of Judgment, which was a pretty interesting game. Yeah. Just, it's just not like a remote with a sensor bar or like that, anything. So yeah, yeah. Mag is, is looking pretty good. Just the whole online you know, success of it right. looks great. Um, you know, of course, Final Fantasy thirteen exists. We'll get to that later. Uh, but 14. Then, but then they went Wait, and announced 13? 14. Yeah, oh yes. Yeah, I mean... I, I thought you were talking about the first voice. <laughs> you're killing my segue. Sorry. Um, but yeah, Final Fantasy fourteen. Square's already working on another Final Fantasy game before this mm-hmm. one, uh, thirteen is finished. But this one's the online one, the MMO... Yeah. And that, that's not a surprise. If they were working on like two big story-based ones, that like that'd just be insane. Right. So they they showed a, a little teaser trailer for it, and you know I guess it's good for the people that play Final Fantasy. Uh, you know what? It's basically this is the sequel to Final Fantasy XI, and I'm not a big XI buff, but I know that there is a very huge fan base for XI. Uh, there are a lot of people that absolutely love XI, couldn't live without it, uh, and some diehard fans that have not abandoned XI after so long. Um, and they finally, instead of, uh, you know, an expansion pack, have released, you know, the actual sequel. But what really took me by surprise is that I thought the vast majority of people that played Eleven played it on the PC. 
This is a PS3 exclusive. Hmm. This is an MMO that will be only playable on the PS3, and that I can't imagine being a good idea. But, I mean, you, you never know if, like, if Mag is a hit, like, then, you know, who knows what's possible. I guess, but I don't think Mag alone will kind of, uh, will really justify that online experience. Like right. That, you know, like, Mag is, Mag looks like, you know, Call of Duty almost. I think they really should refine the UI uh, and the actual uh, gameplay itself to make it a little, little bit more streamlined, a little bit more thorough, and mm -hmm. a little bit more detailed to it. Because I don't, like, like when you play Call of Duty, like, you know, you run, you hear the guy panting, you see his arms waving and stuff, yeah. just like, the beauty of it's very nice. And if they added that to MAG, it would go so much farther. Yeah. But still, MMOs and MAG, I think, are two completely different things, although it does have MMO elements in it. Oh, we, we just lost a cam. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Our internet got, went out again. Oh, so it did. Awesome. Um, while I reconnect, there's God of War 3. Yes, and some people say they're not impressed with God of War. Really? Well, with 3. And you know what? They're right. It wasn't impressive by any means. I wasn't saying, oh my god, this is completely different. No, I was saying, oh my god, this is God of War. This is what I want to play. I love God of War. I don't want a different game. I don't want them to change it. I want God of War 3. Yeah. And it, it did look, did look really good. It um, did. And, but yeah, that's it was God of War three, and then uh, Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker. Oh, that's what I forgot. I could have got got uh, God of War for you because my PS two games I have, not my brother. Sorry. Good sorry, job. Good sorry. job with that. I, you you have to play God of War. It's a very fun game, but. Uh, yeah, anyways, um, what about Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker? It's no, a PSP game. It so. is a PSP game. Um, sorry, I'm still trying to reconnect our internet for our fans. We do try to... Well, now, I'm a little bit upset because I'm a huge Metal Gear fan and they're making this the actual sequel. Less production value, uh, or rather costs uh, for the game. and It's much easier to make a PSP game versus a PS3 game of, of the caliber uh, and the, the quality of Metal Gear Solid 4, but... I can't play it because I don't have a PSP, and I'm sorry, you're going to have to do more than just that to tempt me. I mean, as much of a Metal Gear buff as I, I have become over the years, I haven't gotten to the point where I, where I say I will, you know, shell out $270 to get to play one game. Yeah. If, if it's Unless it's the new Smash, I don't think I'll do that for any single <laughs> game nowadays. Admittedly, though, you know, they're bringing over most of the, the team from MGS4, uh, you mm -hmm. know, Kojima's writing the script, and, you know, they're... They're like putting a lot of devotion and effort into it. It's not just going to. They should. It's a Metal Gear game after all, and I think that's that's going to be their uh, going to be one of their biggest pushes for uh, like the PSP to sell it. You know. Right. Um, but you know this game is gonna it's gonna oh see we're back oh boy um, this game takes place ten years after the Metal Gear Solid three story. Right. So it's going to be the uh, the story of how Big Boss. You know, creates outer heaven, and how that comes to a crashing end, if you will. Right. It is. It is the you know ideal. Uh, you know, it's like the hole in the Metal Gear story that did need to be filled. I do agree. And uh, so it's going to be interesting well, to see them tell it. I don't know about. Di uh oh. Oh, you just lose your power on your computer. Ah. No way. Well, did you switch to the? Uh, you switch to your energy efficient thing? Yeah, I don't have much power supplies. Well, let me go plug it in. Be right back. Um, 
So let me elaborate some more on a, a Peace Walker here while Panda stalls for his, sa uh, his sake. Um, the trailer, it was quite a long trailer. Um, you know, we had another, there's another Metal Gear game that was announced, and you know, that uh, was a little more cryptic. That's for sure. Um, but you know, in this trailer, it ended with uh, multiple snakes. Like it seemed like multiple big bosses were created, and like it maybe it was just like the whole. I don't know uh, how you can really explain this without giving spoilers as to, you know, snake. In this the is true. Maybe like if they hadn't, hadn't played it. Um, yeah, it's going to be coming out in 2010. Um, so it looked like an interesting trailer. That's that's for sure. Um, so yeah, we'll uh, move along to the. You know, people say it was you know the game of the show, but it's definitely the uh, the game for the PS3. Uh, conference, and that was Uncharted 2 Among Thieves. Oh, so beautiful. Now, I've played Uncharted, I love Uncharted, you haven't. So I want to hear what someone who hasn't played uh, thought of what they showed. I think that it, it, you know, worked really well with going between gameplay and cutscenes. Mm -hmm. We saw, you know, in the demo during the conference when they he jumped through the window and it seemed to transfer seamlessly into a cutscene. Mm -hmm. That worked well. Although, damn, like, Nathan Drake takes a lot of gunshots. Like, <laughs> the, the, the well, of course. I, I mean, you can't die in a demo. Like, that wouldn't be, you know, ideal. But, like, yeah. the helicopter comes up and gets, like, pumped filled with lead. And he's like, I'm still going. I don't know. A little I had a lot. Sorry. Oh, okay. um, but, yeah, it, it looked great. Like, really, really solid. It does look solid. And these are stale. Um, it's going to be interesting, you know, in the, again, in, like, in the demo, you had the part where he, you know, kicked over the desk and to, mm -hmm. to provide cover. It's going to be, uh, interesting. Um, I'm certainly looking forward to it, and it looks beautiful, honestly. It's a fun, fun, fun game. My biggest complaint, I think everyone's biggest complaint was, uh, of one, that is, was that it was just too short. Hmm. But an incredible game, nonetheless. But yeah, it seems like they're putting a lot of effort into it, and people are quite impressed. Mm -hmm. So we'll, we'll definitely uh, we'll definitely see how Uncharted Two Among Thieves. What does they have a, a release date for that game? I don't remember. Oh, that's the other thing. they got the uh, the big thing right now on the internet is to if you have a PlayStation Three, you're looking for multiplayer beta codes because they have that right I now. I have one. You do have one. I forgot. Yeah, I would play that, but I don't really. Care people are saying uh, Uncharted to me is not a multiplayer game. Or, or people experience. are saying pretty great things about it. And it's oh, it, really? is, it is the hot thing to pass around the Twitter. We do have Twitters, by the way. We'll have to pass those on. I, people I guess I have a Twitter. I haven't really used it though. <laughs> I have like six people following me, and that's just disheartening to to read our tweets. But yeah, that's like the big <laughs> thing for like Twitter Why and stuff like that so to <laughs> to uh, you know pass around uh, Uncharted beta codes. Yeah. Um. But overall, you know, likes and dislikes of the show. What were like the high and low points for you, you uh, of the whole show or the the, the, the Sony Sony Sony, Sony conference? High was uh, everything. I, I liked it all. I think Mag probably was the highest for me uh, personally, because mm -hmm. Uncharted Two I knew would look amazing, would play amazing. All I did was was confirm what I had already thought of, what thought was true, um, and Mag was one of those those things. That I was like, you know, I'll, I'll keep my eye on it. I'm not sure about it, but we'll see. Um, and uh, other than that, I'm not sure. Like my low point, I think may might be uh, Final Fantasy XIV because it was not not because it's bad, but because it's a big announcement that I don't care about. Mm -hmm. And maybe the PSP Go in general, a big announcement that I just don't really care about. Mm -hmm. um, I know Agent 
it was a complaint by Penny Arcade because they said, "Oh, why would you announce it without showing anything?" But I think that's nitpicking, and yeah, they, they said something about they, it. They so. they did because people would have you know said something if you know they didn't say anything about it. Um, I think my high point of the show, I'm you know I'm definitely a, a Metal Gear Solid fan. Peace Walker, like it it looks like you're not gonna get a PSP though. I'm I'm gonna watch it on YouTube. You know, people will put up YouTube videos, <laughs> and I, I I don't like that. Just watch the cutscenes. You have to experience a Metal Gear game. Um, but like I really like the uh, the amount of demos they had in the show. Yeah, and that that was like a really a didn't really they, nice. Did they show thing. Assassin's Creed Two? Assassin's Creed Two. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll talk about it. It's uh, more of the multi-platform games, and yeah. but they showed the demo. They in did show Sony the conference. They another did. one of the big things because I remember everyone gasped when <laughs> they killed two people at the same time with like the like the wrist swords or whatever. Yeah. It was. that was that was amazing. It was pretty cool. Um, but I think my low point of the show actually was mod. Oh yeah, right. The conference. You're right. Mod Nation Racers. Oh yeah. Well, it looked good for what they were trying to do, and you know what? I think one of the reasons it's not a big complaint for me is because I was comparing it to another racing game. Especially when they got moving and they had items that popped up and you go through the items and you use the uh, the attacks. <laughs> well, you know what? It's about time they, that they use that idea as well. But I'm comparing it to another one. Oh. Uh, the one from the um, Microsoft show. Oh, right. well, we saw that one first, and then the Sony one comparison yeah, was worlds that, it's above. It's not that close. Beyond. I mean, it, it was definitely far more comparable to Mario Kart. I, I disagree. I think when when placed back to back, which they were for us more or less, that's like really kind of what what struck it for me. I was like, Egh. although the uh, the the level design in Mod Nation Racers like, rather rather, rather it was seamless and, and good. I think just to to put together a level that quickly was yeah. impressive and. You know, it's the whole little big planet idea. I mean, mm-hmm. they should just put sack boys. Put sack boys yeah, in the cart that, instead. That, of, yeah, didn't we say that right when we watched it? We're like, why don't they just use sack boys? Yeah, like the the avatars, they didn't look like. You know, why make a new little yeah. icon? They should There's just, no point. They should have used sack boys to for their whole. You know, create, play, whatever. I, I think they should make sack boys into like the their the Sony equivalent. Yeah. Like make you it know? make it the Mario of of Sony. Like <coughs> they could or, make it the Mario Sony, but. I mean, they're equivalent of Mii's. Oh, you know, right. make it something streamlined into the PS, uh, well, the UI, the, the, you know, everything like that. Like, just yeah. make your own um, PS3's. Av- uh, I, I mean, you already have so many, like, outfits and all for them, like, oh, yeah. that it's, that, like, it and could, it's, it's, it's a amazing. fun game and everything like that, too. Like, you could maybe even, like, streamline the way that the, you play games or work with the interface, rather, and I don't know. It, it would be a really nice thing for them to do, but I'm not sure if they can, because I think it's, like, what... A second party game, or a third? I think so. Yeah, yeah. so I'm like not sure that. if they can per se. Well, you know, maybe you know they'll uh, what is it? They'll buy the the company or whatever and integrate it. Uh, well, a second we'll party see. is a bot. Uh, you know what? I don't I don't want to work with the specifics because I'm yeah I lack my knowledge of that right and knowledge of that that is. But overall yeah. impression of Sony, you know, it was it was definitely a positive experience. They improved on a lot of things oh, yeah. from last year. They showed a lot of demos. They showed a lot of games, they showed mm-hmm. a lot of trailers, and they hit well on the tech front with a new handheld and a very impressive motion control yep. system. So, yeah, uh, that would do it, about do it for Sony. Let's move on to Microsoft. We thought they were going to stagnate a little bit. Yeah, and, and uh, I think in my opinion, they did. Do you? Well, maybe re- regress a little bit, but do you think so too? I think we can say that for the overall impression. Let's actually get to what they announced on the uh, the okay. tech front. 
And one of their big announcements that doesn't seem like, you know, too too iffy, but I think it, it's a, a big step. And, you know, we were talking in our pre-E3 episode that, you know, before the show, um, you know, that they would revolutionize home entertainment. Yeah. And this is how they did it, actually. I think this was, like, the hidden gem is the, oh, the yeah, instant yeah, yeah. on 1080p. Which we don't have in America? Is, is, is that... No, no, oh, do, oh, no, no, yeah, you're right. I'm thinking of the other thing. You're thinking mind. of the TV thing that uh, in Great Britain they yeah. watch cricket and, and football matches. Right. But uh, instant on 1080p is basically, you know, for their video service, they're going to upgrade it so that when you select a movie... It starts to stream in HD. You don't have to wait for the downloads, and there aren't like separate, you know, regular standard definition mm-hmm. or HD things. It's going to start streaming in HD. And that's big. Yeah. That's like really big. I mean, if you want to take HD to the next level, you want it to be streaming oh, HD. Yeah. And like, wow, and that's, that's the way to do it. But it was kind of lost in the a little bit because uh, they also mentioned Last FM. They're doing a partnership that with Last cool. FM. Uh, I know that Last FM recently got. You know, bought out, and the owners actually stepped down. I read an article on that hmm. a while ago. So you know, they had they have the whole Netflix thing, which mm-hmm. by the way, you can add stuff to your queue from your 360, which is an important step they should have done last year. Um, but yeah, now they're doing the whole music thing with Last FM. Yep. And then uh, a Felicia Day from uh, the Guild, and also Doctor Horrible's uh, <laughs> sing along blog, came out and she uh, you know helped announce that they're doing a whole Facebook and Twitter thing. Yep. And I guess, like, you know, they're the big things right now, but why do you want to bring them to a gaming console? That that just confuses me. I don't know. I, I really, I'm kind of, eh, about the whole thing. Like, I don't care. I don't care. I have a computer. I have a, I have a laptop. I don't want to browse on my 360, and frankly, that's not what I think anyone really wants to do. If you're going to do that, make make the internet channel better. If you have your iPhone and, like, an iPod Touch, or even just your computer, you can update from there. But, like, I guess the only thing was that you could take screenshots from your 360 games, but, like, I don't know, how, how can you do screenshots from most of the games anyway? Yeah. And uh, then you can, like, upload it to Facebook. And that was, like, really the only thing that they had. <laughs> although, really, a, a minor thing, although it's still a step above their competitor, Nintendo, I think. It's right, low right. quality, but, yeah. But and then you also have like the integration of you know Facebook pages and um, you know Xbox Live friends. But there are some applications already on Facebook that do that for you. So mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see how they integrate that later this summer into fall maybe. And then the other thing that they did and people are crazy about it. I don't know though. It's Project Natal. Are people crazy about it? Like crazy, like like jaded and saying that that's retarded, or like crazy as in hyped up and saying, oh, that's so good, because guess what, it's not. Uh, I was going to say, we got to go with the former there. I mean, that's at least what we feel, but a lot of people... It was crappy. How could anyone feel that's good? You saw the guy say, hey, you want to see the bottom of Avatar's shoe? Boom, and it goes like, it spazzes out, or whatever. (laughs) Oh, bam, you know what we saw? We saw that Project Natal is overrated. You know, in comparison to the other thing, the, uh, the motion control sensor for the, you know, PlayStation, the Sony one, blew Natal out of the water. Although we did say this during the conference. It is a step in the right direction. Did we say that? We did. It is a step in the right direction. Th- to, to, go, to go without a controller is good for, you know, the casual people who are 
who don't want to you know sit and fit in that stereotype. I guess. But the application, they have a long way to go for it to be like really acceptable. I don't know if you heard this, but there were a couple news stories that surfaced, which only proved why Natal is getting a little too much hype. Mm -hmm. There are two things. First of all, they've been trying to make their rounds on late night shows. So, late night with uh, Jimmy Fallon. You know, Microsoft went on there. Even the same guy. What's his face? Uh, I even can't remember his name. He had a, like a Japanese name. And he looked so American. <laughs> who? You know him? The guy who demoed Natal. Oh, I don't know his name, but uh, yeah, that guy. That guy. Let's just call him that guy for now. So that guy went on a uh, late night with Jimmy Fallon. Kudo Tsunoda. That's right. Kudo. Good old kudo. Oh yeah. I, when they said the name, I saw the guy's face. I was like, uh, uh, what? Is, the, is this the wrong guy? <laughs> Yeah. It seemed like it. So, yeah. So, Kudo went on late with Jimmy Fallon. Mm -hmm. And uh, had, you know, a, a few of their guests. Very strange how when they were demoing the game, everyone was wearing red jumpsuits. What? You can see the video. You know, NBC's, like, got scre streaming video of, you know, their, their late night shows. It was very odd how everyone was wearing the same outfit. It was like a red jumpsuit sort of thing. How awkward. Yeah, so you almost have to wonder, like, is Natal able to, like, read, you know, different pieces of clothing? Maybe they well, just wanted... we did wanted... see them in, in the actual real demos that they did, but... But even during the demo, during the press conference, things were a little shaky. Oh, absolutely. It, you know what I think it is? Natal, to me, seems like a Wiimote-type accuracy without a controller because yeah. it's all I really saw this is it, true it's it's better than the Wiimote because you can get the whole body and you don't need the controller and stuff mm -hmm. but the the type of actually accuracy that they were getting the type of movements and the type of well lack of precision seemed really reminiscent of that right um also you know the the Natal is gonna it's not probably gonna be the the final name because that's it's kind of a dumb name that's a stupid name it is a stupid what a, name like like even as like a test name I'm surprised they went with that because that's a stupid name. <laughs> it's being like run through a, a camera, and yeah, who knows? Like this camera is probably going to be at least a hundred dollars. You, you more can than see that. it being more than that. And you know they it's basically like you know without a controller you go. Second part, second story was uh, have you heard of the the gaming journalist and guy Kroll? Yes, I have. He, this guy's a a big black man. Yeah. And uh, word was that when he had tried to uh, to demo Natal mm -hmm. with uh, Burnout Paradise. It didn't work. <laughs> it didn't recognize him. Because he was too big or too black? People are saying that it's maybe because he was black. And... <laughs> How if, awesome. If that was the case, that it Natal was racist... <laughs> That's too good. <laughs> it would be the biggest fail in gaming history. I, I would laugh. I mean, that'd, be, that'd be a win in my book. I mean, they they say that like it'll be able to work in like you know, n you know dorms <laughs> and like you know dark rooms and stuff like that. But if it can't recognize like a a, a big black guy, like that's that's retarded. awful. That's retarded. Did they not think of that? Did they not try that before? That's, I don't. I don't uh, know. That makes and sense. Maybe that's like why they were you know forced to go on you know in the public and late night on. In red jumpsuits to make sure yeah. that they were recognized. Like, I mean, they they see Natal like That's you know CNN and people who just get like the the little tidbits and go like, 
oh my god, it's amazing. And then like these little things in the blogosphere just like leak out, mm-hmm. and we're like, damn it. Yep. And then, you know, the little follow-up is at the end was uh, Peter Molyneux was uh, talking about his little yeah. latest project that Lionhead Studios was working on. A little British boy named Milo. Why am... The whole... Like, I like the idea. It's an interesting... It's a very interesting idea. I don't want to interact with a prepubescent boy in real life. <laughs> Nevertheless, the interacting with a it, virtual It's like a pedophile's boy. dream come true. Absolutely. So yeah, the way that Peter Molyneux does things is that he, he presents them and he wraps them up very nicely. And the way he wraps them up is in a way that you think, oh my god, it's going to be incredible, innovative, you know, different. But it doesn't really have the interactivity that it makes. he makes it out to have. The interactivity is really where he kind of hides it. And Milo is, I, I think, one of the best examples of that. Milo, you can tell through the interactions, the chosen interactions that they did, and the, the, just the way they used it, and the way they went about like interacting with it, that there was something a little amiss about like what you can do with it, and something that was definitely lacking. And you know what this really is? This is Seaman. Seaman? You know what Seaman is? Go to Google right now. No. Type in Seaman. Actually, Wikipedia would probably be better. Ah. <sighs> Why didn't you tell me what the people what Seaman is? Uh, it's this old Dreamcast game uh, where you basically had this, like, fish with a head, and you would talk to it, and it was this most awkward virtual pet bowl thing that it was just oh. with, a, with a microphone. Seaman is a virtual pet video game for the Sega Dreamcast. It's one of the few Dreamcast games to take advantage of the microphone attachment, mm-hmm. which in Seaman uses a relatively sophisticated form of voice recognition technology. It did. It was from back in 1999. Yes. The substantial narration is voiced by Leonard Nimoy in the English language is version. It? So idea. it says. Uh, you should see screenshots of that game because it's, it's just awkward looking, really. <laughs> But, like, that's exactly what I was reminded of when I saw Milo. I was like, this is just a more sophisticated seaman with a prepubescent boy. Hmm. I mean, it did do impressive things. Like, when she, you know, sure. did, she did the drawing of the fish and... He recognized what color it is. Yeah, he didn't, and, you know, like, you know. And like, like, I wonder if I drew a giant penis, he'd say, that's a beautiful blue fish. <laughs> no, I didn't draw a fish. A, a beautiful blue worm. The worm, there this you go. This is being attacked by a giant worm. <laughs> <sighs> yes, that that was a, a Gears of yeah. War two reference. Um, oh my god, a giant! I just thought of Gears of War being a giant. Yes, <laughs> that was pretty much what it was. Uh, it eat you, yeah, which only mine does. I think wasn't that like a, a terrible, terribly difficult boss battle against the worm? No. Um. Yeah. Anyway, um, what was I gonna say? And yeah, Judge when, like, just when, texts when, me, yo, 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 yo. Yeah, but he's drunk. Oh, yeah, he's drunk. Oh, definitely. Um, Like drunk? when you had to catch the, uh, what, like, Milo tossed the thing and, like, she felt obligated to catch it. I don't know, like, would you have been able to, like, wanted to catch it? He, like, I'd be like, what the hell are you doing? I do that in real life. If someone throws something at me, I'll just like, bounce off my, my stomach and be like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> Why are you throwing something at me? I don't know. We'll definitely still have to see how Milo, you know, branches out. People Plus, were saying... Like, if you sit far away from your TV, like, if you sit on the couch over here, and you're watching TV from afar, and you see, like, the virtual guy going, here, catch! You'd be like, you're sitting down, and you're like, oh, shit. And you're like, <laughs> what are you going to reach down for? Come on. You're not going to. <laughs> Milo would be like, come on, 
and then come fishing with hey, me. Come, come, come fishing with me. It's like, no, I'm not getting up off the couch. Oh, come on, it's gonna be fun. I'll be like, shut up, Milo. <laughs> God, I'll, I'll, I'll get Milo if you could slap him. Just like, right, so just so I'll be like, and Milo, be like, hello, big slap. Shut the f up. <laughs> Charlie bit me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just keep doing it over and over again. He would try to talk, and every time he would talk, I would hit him to see if he would stop talking. And then I would just have a completely silent game. It'd be hilarious. I'd laugh my ass off. But, um, you know, when the game journalists, like, you know, actually, like, play with Milo or whatever, that, that's not God, it sounds so wrong. <laughs> uh, and instead, it seemed, like, very scripted. Like, someone was, Milo, someone, was, yes. someone was sitting nearby to, like, kind of monitor the actions. I don't know. We're, 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 we're. <laughs> they played with Milo, and someone was sitting by, so they would monitor the actions, huh? <sighs> we're, we're, we're gonna we're gonna see how Milo develops. Uh, I think Milo's gonna develop into one giant uh, pedophile joke. Although you know, some of the three sixty games did look interesting. We finally saw you know footage of Alan Wake, which is yep. you know it seemed to be like you know kind of modeled off like a TV serial, kind of like a TV season of a, a guy who's a a detective, you know, trying to figure out his mystery, uh, murdered wife, who killed his wife, and a lot of supernatural stuff happens. Um, it, it seemed, like, very interesting, you know, goes around with a flashlight and you know, dispels evil spirits and shoots them. Did look kind of dark and a little creepy. Uh, yeah, I, I think we, we talked about, like, I think... Alan Wake looked like a good game. It did. It looked like a game I would want to play. It, uh, I would probably get it. Um, besides the fact that they have my name spelled correctly... <laughs> which is the weirdest thing ever. I bet. And um, you hear people say, Alan, and it's like, what? Yeah, no, honestly. Like, if you got the game or something like that, and you play it, every time they say, Alan, I'll be like, shut up, what do you want? It would confuse the hell out of me. But the thing is, um, I, we, we said the one thing I think that would make this game amazing is if he narrated everything he did in like a kind of like yeah we did say yeah, during the conference like having like some sort of engine that did that automatically without without sounding like you know the the announcer from the epo game uh for the uh wii that we played you know like uh <laughs> back right right left right right, right left, like cutting itself off and not even sounding like the guys actually right. making coherent sentences but i mean it's know. supposed to be you know kind of based off like the idea of the feels like a murder thriller novel so yeah, we yeah. were saying, you know, like, what if, you know, with the actions, like, it was told like a story, yeah. and you could just put the game, like, have it run, and just, like, record the audio, and it'd be like an audiobook. That'd be, That'd be so cool. Like, it would be really cool. He, you know, he'd be like, I brought out my, you know, I brought out my pistol, and I shot at the, you know, dark figure, and, and you know... It kind of reminds me of, like, so the, cool. uh, there was a PS3 game that they didn't really demo, but, um, like, on the floor, apparently Heavy Rain is getting a lot of hype for the PlayStation oh, 3. yeah, yeah. I and heard like, about that. You know, where the narrative's really solid, and when mm -hmm. characters actually die, they're dead for good. Yep. And, like, maybe they'll make it difficult so that you can't just, like, restart it. Mm -hmm. to, but, like, yeah, that's kind of like that. Yeah. Games are involving a lot more, like, getting more involved in the narrative, and it's really cool. Those kind of games, I think, are the games of the future, more or less. Like, yeah. I think the games, like... I hate keep bashing Nintendo, but the games like the Nintendo style of okay gameplay, and that's all it has... Mm -hmm. Like one mode that you play over and over again, those are gonna start dying out because the future of games are the games that really immerse you, and then give you a little bit. Of just just like Infamous, inside. when you almost have to play it, you know, each time. Infamous for the PlayStation Three, where you have to. Ah, but the narrative yeah. isn't really right, but, that strong. But like you have to go through the story, and uh, that's true. You, know, you have to play like a dark side and a light side if you want the full experience. Yeah, which I'm considering doing, but. I've actually been playing more Sims and Zenonia than right. you know, Zenonia being a uh, game for the I've, uh, 
iPhone or iPod Touch, uh, and if you have one, I, I heartily suggest you check it out. It's uh, basically Legend of Zelda. How, how, how do you spell that? Zenonia, Z-E-N-O-N-I-A. Yeah, it's a really crazy fun game. It's like it's like Zelda mixed with like Diablo. You get you level up, you get items and stuff. And I'm I'm just grinding right now because my computer is. That's right, people. Me. He's playing video games and doing a podcast. How hardcore are you? I always do this. Yeah, this I, is this is how I stay on topic and concentrate because otherwise I'd I'd want to like do things the whole time. You know. Right. Right. Uh, Left 4 Dead Two for uh, the 360. Have you heard the controversy? Yeah, people are. Um, Upset. Yeah, they're really out. upset. They're uh, trying to boycott Left 4 Dead 2 because Valve mm-hmm. promised, you know, an expanse, you know, expanse Left 4 Dead content, and they yep. haven't necessarily delivered on that. And now they're coming out with a whole new game yep. set in New Orleans. You can kill Nolan zombies. <laughs> um, yeah, people are wanting new to boycott. People. Yeah, boycott Left 4 Dead. Yeah, um, it, it looked good. It really just looked like an expansion, but. Uh, Wow. Judge wants to move in. Oh. And get drunk off his ass all the time. He's the trailer park with his sister. <laughs> I love this guy. Um, but yeah, like, you know, you get new characters to play as and new people, zombies to kill. So yeah, Valve, Valve and the Left 4 Dead fans are in a little, you know, little uh, tiff right now. But you know they've also come up with like Crackdown Two and uh, other another first-person shooter. Oh, we'll get to actually right mm-hmm. now. Let's get to it right now because it was one of the big surprises of the show. Splinter Cell Conviction. Sam Fisher is back. Yeah. I hate the Splinter Cell series. I do. I think it's a bad ripoff of the Metal Gear series. Uh, Metal Gear series. Ugh, I can't even talk. And I don't care what anybody tells me. That's my opinion. I really, really liked the way the Splinter Cell looked. I want that game. That was the one game that really took me back uh, in, in Microsoft's press conference, and that was the one thing I think their, their only uh, saving grace was that and probably uh, Alan Wake for me. Right. Um, and I was like, this is a game I was not expecting ever to buy, but now I will if they don't release the mm-hmm. PC version I can download. Yeah, I mean, peop- uh, people on X-Play are making the comparison that Sam Fisher is now Lara Croft for the ladies. <laughs> that like you know he's a badass and he's not too hard on the eyes and uh, well that I can't really judge. Right. But also, what I really loved about what how this game looked is that's just Lara Croft is actually good. <laughs> right, right. Um, that's, that's that's something from my guitar. It's called a capo. <laughs> you you put it on the guitar and you play in a different key. I'm gonna play it through capo, big boy. Don't your big wrists big. will break it. Oh. Um. Play, play more of your, play, play more of your game. Yeah, just, you know how awkward that is? I'm going to play with your capo, big boy. Don't you risk still break it. <laughs> what, a, what a great exchange. It's, it's what we do. Um, no, I really love the, uh, the whole real-time narrative. How yeah. there weren't really any the cuts. Game, there right. weren't really any cutscenes, and mm-hmm. the narrative was being moved along as you played the game. Your you know, your objections, missions, your yeah. objections were being displayed on on like on objections. The, objections. <laughs> Your 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 goals were the being the new Phoenix Wright game. There, there, you, go. Right there you go. It was being displayed on the, like the buildings yeah. and all. Like that was really really awesome. It was very cool, and it had a really nice streamlined feel to it. Just mm-hmm. you know, it looked really really great. Um, you know, uh, but now, would you consider picking it up? Because I know you don't buy very many games. You're very particular about the games. I am very particular, but I think that is a game 
that would be on the maybe list. I because a, I, I think maybe it has multiplayer. List. If it doesn't multiplayer, I would say that the replay value and the single player value would be uh, enough to merit a purchase. You're right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's true. I am very picky and fickle when it comes to. No, I'm I'm games. fickle in terms of my games. I I'll buy a game and I won't finish it. I'll buy ten games. I'll finish two. Right. Uh, but just, you just won't buy the games in general because you're smart. You know, shopper. I am a smart shopper. I'm very frugal at times with I'm gaming. I'm frugal, but not with my games. Um, but yeah, like the Microsoft fanboys wanted to see how Bungie was expanding on the Halo franchise and how they were moving it to Microsoft. Uh, you know that uh, Microsoft from... Oh, right, never mind. I was thinking about the Halo Wars thing. Yeah, that, 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 was, that was a joke. But now Halo 3 ODST covers... is more of like a stealth-based sort of Halo covering... So they say. So they say. Covering the story of the ODSTs who are uh, more, you know, solitary soldier-like works like in some squad-based groups and mm -hmm. some more stealth-based uh, action. I think it seemed like it was the story before Master Chief. Uh, yeah, that's what they said. It's a yeah. prequel uh, story-wise to it. And you play The Rookie, which, unlike Master Chief, isn't just some generic title. Yeah. Wait. They also, uh, Dutch. You can also play as Dutch. In oh. So you move around there to different, different ODSTs. Although you, you, it wasn't play as Dutch. It was like play as like a, a flashback. flashback. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah. But still, I understand what you're saying. And yeah, that's true. But no, you know, they've got, uh, what was I going to say? You know, when, <laughs> when ODST started out, it was mm -hmm. going to be like a very brief experience. Maybe like a six hour game tops. Right. It was maybe going to be like a downloadable thing. And, uh, now they uh, they're actually Expanded, bringing it into a yeah. full fledged game, mm -hmm. um, and then Microsoft teased another game, which actually was a little bit spoiled on Bungie's uh, forum page, like the day or so before. Mm -hmm. There was a little little spot for oh, yeah. for Halo Reach, and people are like, "What's this?" Mm -hmm. And then they cut, show a little uh, little trailer with uh, what seemed to be the end of the world of right. sorts. With and, and then they said absolutely nothing about it. So it's, we still it's don't Halo know what Reach. It is. But the thing about ODST is that when you buy the game, they're, they're doing like some $100 you know, special edition with a whole bunch of extras and whatnot. But with ODST comes the multiplayer beta of Reach. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I guess we'll see how that goes for the, for the Halo uh, fanboys. Yes, like, uh, frankly, this really does seem like just capitalizing on the market that they created from mm -hmm. Halo. The Halo fanboy, just like you said. Right. And um, that does not include you nor I. Um, and if they were to somehow appeal to us, then they're going to have to make a game that isn't just for the Halo fanboys. This is true. Um, you know, Halo, OD Halo 3 ODST comes out September 22nd later mm -hmm. this year, and Halo Reach is planned for a 2010 release. Yeah. So, you know, we'll see how they develop on that. And then I think the game that, you know, critics are saying, you know, stole the show from Microsoft, except they didn't show it at their conference, <laughs> which is a, amazing because it's going to be a 360 and PC exclusive, is Mass Effect 2. Yep. How great is this game looking? I don't know. I didn't see anything. You didn't see anything? This game is looking amazing. Tell me. This game, uh, you know, it's going to be expanding on the story. You can... Recall your save file on Mass Effect. Oh, so it's bringing. Now I should finish that. Yeah, you ought to. So it's you know bringing uh you know a lot of it's the traits of your uh your shepherd, mm -hmm. and uh, they haven't really announced if like any of the actual characters are gonna come back. Your your sidekicks, I guess you mm -hmm. can call them. Um, but you know in the uh, the cutscenes apparently 
you can uh, move around and talk at the same time. So it's not just huh. like, you know, selecting little things that yeah. are probably going to just eventually go out to be the same That's result cool. anyway. People are getting very excited about this game and like I it's, can't blame it's them. very like improving greatly on the original. A one was I think an incredible game. I, I know you liked it, didn't you? Oh yeah, I think I think Mass Effect Two is definitely going to be on on that buy list. For oh yeah, me. they haven't really announced a uh, a release date to my knowledge, but uh, you know we'll people have to look forward for People it. are going to be excited about it. that's that's for sure. So the likes and the dislikes of the show um, uh, for you know, Microsoft's conference. As much as it was, you know, average and, you know, people should be jaded about it, you know, Natal was a good step in the right direction. I, I did kind of like that. Um, we'll get to Metal Gear Solid Rising in a bit, but I think that was another high to just have, you know, Kojima come out on the stage. Um, yeah. But there were a couple solid lows. Um, to start off the conference with the Beatles rock band Aww. and to spend that much time on it, ah. Oh. This made me like really think we should have DVR'd it and fast forwarded. Yeah. Oh, wait, did we? We, we no. saw it live. Yeah, I mean. yeah. But you know, <laughs> to have Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr come out on stage completely out of their element. Yep. And also to, to begin with, with uh, Yoko Kano, no, not, not, Yoko Ono <laughs> and uh, Olivia Harrison come out on the stage too. They looked even more awkward. And then, oh, yeah. like, Paul and Ringo came out, and it was, oh, gosh. They, they just looked, you know, so uncomfortable. I mean, you can't have anything against the Beatles. The Beatles did revolutionize things. And I think I was even more excited, uh, it's, not, no, it's not that much, but, you know, on September 9th, when Beatles Rock Band is released, they're coming out with all 13 CDs of the Beatles remastered. Mm -hmm. That was a bigger announcement than anything they announced <laughs> for the Beatles Rock Band. I'm sorry. Because they didn't announce anything, really. They, they didn't announce any of that stuff. It was all stuff we already knew about. And they just kept playing. It's like, Rrr! And then had two guys that I don't care about. And then they're out. like, yeah, well, um, you know, I mean, okay, they do have harmony support for this game. You can plug in multiple microphones. Congratulations. But like, uh, really. And then um, All You Need Is Love is a Microsoft DLC exclusive where the profits <laughs> go to charity. I mean, yeah. They, no. they really didn't need the people playing Day Tripper either. <laughs> um, another low point, I know you wanted to elaborate a bit on this, was Joyride. I don't want to elaborate on it because I don't care about it. Because it's shitty. Yes, I'll swear for this one. It was that bad. I don't care. I won't care. I will never care. Stop. Just just stop before you hurt yourselves. Have a, have a little racer with your avatars. That's going to be a free arcade download. Guess like, what? You know it's that's free. Bad. That means we should all download it, right? Wrong. So yeah, I think those were were probably the lows. Uh, and did you like really anything else? Uh, personal, my my personal low, other than the Beatles bullcrap, was Natal, and the high was Splinter Cell, uh, with a close second being Alan Wake. Yeah. Although really, those are not Microsoft exclusive games, uh, or rather, like 360 exclusive games. I don't mm -hmm. think Alan Wake is at least. I think they're both on the PC. And I'd rather play on that platform. Than oh yeah, and seriously, what was up with you know Tony Hawk Ride having the little skateboard <laughs> thing just to have Natal later be like, yeah, so um, we can do this anyway. You won't need this, basically. God. 
what what a, what a bad idea. But I, although I was I, I was really saying what the hell is this? This is stupid at first. But uh, ride did look um, good for what it was. And the people that, who I actually played it said like it does work. So you know, good for them that it does yeah. work. You know, a balance board ripoff. Just not really something I think most uh, normal gamers would be into. But there's a huge market for gamers who like to pretend like they can skateboard. Mm-hmm. So yeah, overall impression. I think Microsoft did do some positive things, but they they almost needed to do a little bit more to like keep up with yeah. Sony. I think Sony I did. Think, uh, I think they just stagnated. They stepped. The, they kept the status quo. The, the the bar was raised for you know stepping it up. The word and, is raised. Uh, <laughs> no, it was raised in their case. You see, Be- yeah. because oh shut up <laughs> and. Yeah, the bar is always raised every year to do something new, right? And they always just barely hit that bar, mm-hmm. and that's the story of of basically Microsoft in general. But yeah, I mean, some of the games that they didn't show, they didn't show Mass Effect two, they didn't demo Assassin's mm-hmm. Creed two, they had to leave that to Sony. Oh, they did a, a Modern Warfare. Well, we'll talk about Modern Warfare two, but like some of the demo had its highs and low points as well. So it was pretty average for Microsoft. It's it's what they do, you know. They yeah. they do meet expectations. They they do do a pretty good job. But do 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 do. They they need to do a little bit more though. I yeah, I, I do agree. All right, ready? Crack your knuckles. <sighs> I'll crack my neck. Oh, ooh, that sounded good. In my back. Those knuckles now. I, I cannot wait for you to hear my microphone pick up these sounds. Ugh. Oh, ready, people? I used to be able to crack my earlobes. That was the most awkward thing ever. Nintendo. <laughs> you can start. I, I, you know me. I can go to town all, all night, but all I, right. I'll try to keep it short later. Here's uh the the news and the technology that they announced. So for the DSi, they're trying to expand, you know, certain things on the DSi. They're they're starting to get into created content on the DSi. Good for them. They got uh, Donkey Kong and... uh Oh, see, he's already asleep. I mean, I pretty much was asleep at that part, because you know what? (laughs) Comparing that to, say, I don't know, Little Big Planet, comparing all their custom creativity, like bullcrap, like, look look at Brawl for an example of what Nintendo thinks customizability is. It's nothing. We had to hack the game to make a Sage Builder prove anything worthwhile and worth playing on. Like, it is ridiculous. And all they did was just take away the, the, like, limitations on their own custom builder. How stupid is Nintendo? How bad are they at making this stuff? You you told me to start and now you're just going on a tirade. I'm sorry. They got Mario vs. Donkey Kong... Uh, minis march again, where you can make your own levels and your own Donkey Kong levels mm-hmm. and share them with your friends. It's if not, you care, if you care. Which I'm uh, yeah, WarioWare DIY, which is our our good old pal M Dog's latest game, yep. where uh, Masahiro Sakurai making a, a game where uh, uh, game you, know, where you we, can make you your know, own WarioWare because things. he's the expert on making games where you can customize things. Yeah, this, this is true. Although they, they did have a pretty good game, uh, the Footnote Studio, where you can have like your own animations. That was, that was, was kind of cool. Oh, that that one. Yeah, sure. Yeah, and then they're uh, they're they're one of their bigger announcements that you can use Facebook on DIY uh, DSI. 
Yay! Woot! Oh my god, I'm so happy now. I need to get a DSi now. Because the total Nintendo Wi-Fi connections, what you use to connect to the internet, are so vast and so great Uh that you'll totally be able to use this feature wherever you go. Oh yeah. I mean, honestly, like, do you know the DSi is the the quality of the camera? It's it's a camera. It's a, it's, a, it's a cell phone camera. Yeah, it's a bad cell phone camera. There are already much better cell phone cameras out there than what the DSi offers. So you're going to be able to put your pictures on Facebook. Awesome. You know what that means with a subpar camera? That means you get to put little pixelated bullcrap on your Facebook that no one can even tell is you probably. Okay, but you know if the if the advertisements taught us anything, you'll first get to play with your their nose and their face. So you get to get to it's it's yeah, almost you get like to play with their face and nose, and you still won't it's get like to see if it. immature middle school and high schoolers were you know using not, not that, even that, high schoolers. Okay, middle we'll go with middle schoolers. If middle school immature middle schoolers were doing that whole toying with your person's face and then putting it on Facebook, but middle schoolers shouldn't even be on Facebook in the first place. This is anyway. True. Then, later in the conference, Iwata mentioned that they're going to be coming out with the Wii Vitality Sensor. Yeah. Uh, What a great peripheral, right, Panda? Oh, yeah. I mean, like, for all of us 70-plus-year-olds playing your... Wait a second here. There's something a little off about that, isn't it? Like, did they really see E3 as a place to announce the Wii Vitality Sensor? What games can you play with a Wii Vitality Sensor. Wait, it's not a game! You can't play games with it. Awesome. It's like announcing diabetes pills at E3. Hey, here you go, here's a pill for your diabetes. Wait, wrong conference, jackass. See, I mean, if you could use this for horror games, let's let's remember that the Wii Vitality Sensor plugs into the slot where the nunchuck would be. Mm-hmm. So, what... What kind of horror games would you play with just your Wii Remote except a stupid bullcrap rail shooter? No. And e- even that, like, would, would your pulse be able to... They and of course they don't demo see, any games. Exactly. They ne- what they needed to do for us to actually care about the Wii Vitality Sensor is actually demo it. Tell us what it was going to do instead of you want to say, This is Wii Vitality Sensor. It will do great things for our gaming market strategy. Ugh. Of, you know, attracting gamers who no one gives a shit about. For a good reason. They've expanded the market. Awesome. Now you have to go back and expand and and hit the market that you just ignored for two years. Good luck. We're we're all pissed. And, like, if you wonder why we think Nintendo lost the conference, let's look at the tech difference. You've got Nintendo with DSi and Facebook and the Vitality Sensor, Mm -hmm. tech-wise, versus Natal... And the PS3 motion controller. Hmm. Do, do you really think that Nintendo could compete with those other two? Well, wait, you know, the, the Wii Motion Plus, they demoed so hardcore. Wait, did, did uh, they uh, demo uh, that uh, at all? Well, they, they did, but not with a game that we hadn't seen last year. Yeah. Anyway, hmm. let's, let's get to those games. We had uh, Cammy at the beginning of the conference talk about Mario breaking into 4D, which was like the weirdest intro for this game, mm-hmm. I must say. New Super Mario Brothers Wii, four-person multiplayer capabilities. Looks awesome, but not really that impressive at all. That's one of two games people actually cared about. Yeah, I mean, you know, 
it was it was one of those things where like it was like a dick game. You could like you know cause your friends to die by like Man. jumping on their heads or whatever and make them fall in, into pits and all that. Um, but yeah, so there, there are a couple things about this game. Uh, you know, you can play. There's like around eighty levels or so supposedly. Mm-hmm. Pretty nice. I'll, yeah. gi- I'll give it that. That's that's a pretty good thing. Oh, have you played Four Swords? Which is, I think, the closest thing to this. No. Very fun game, which is exactly like you said. It's a dick game. I couldn't finish it with my friends because we kept dicking with each other to the point that we couldn't play the game anymore because we no, no one would do anything but dick with each other. So we had to stop playing mm-hmm. because we couldn't progress. But, like, it was pretty fun. I'll, I'll give them that. And I would actually look to play this game. So, like, cause, just because of the fun times I had for Four Swords. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you can go through the uh, the single-player mode, and mm-hmm. they kept kept driving the point. Even Reggie after the show kept driving the point. Yeah, well, you know, whenever you get stuck at a hard part, you can have a buddy come over, mm. and you can jump right into the same point, and he can help you. Yeah. Did not mention, however, mm. that you could call up a buddy on your Wii friend code Nintendo Wi-Fi system... And uh, have them do online co-op. Oh, wait. There isn't online support <laughs> for this game. Oh, my God. You think they would put online support for the game? You'd think. You'd but, think but because no. that's what technology does nowadays. You play with your friends online, not offline. Given, offline is a lot more fun. But online is where, oh, I don't know, the future is at. But see, here's what Nintendo could have done to, you know, boost their press conference. But no, like we mentioned earlier... It has to be at a certain point before they're allowed to release it to a public. You know, don't even worry about E3 hype to, you know, build hype for their company. The kind code, as it is being dubbed right now, has been in the works for a while. Several months ago on uh, my little unlocked, uh, you know, YouTube series Mm -hmm. that has kind of been discontinued. Cough, cough, nudge, nudge. (laughs) Um, a, A patent was filed a few months ago where... You know, Miyamoto had the idea that you could uh, have a little little method or system where the computer could take over playing a game for those players who are stuck at certain points, and uh, you could pick it up and continue whenever you'd want to. And hope and like this is supposedly, you know, it's being rumored that it's going to be first implemented in New Super Mario Brothers Wii. Um, it's an interesting idea. If only it could be supplemented with the idea that Nintendo will make their games very difficult again. So that fun. Or like at least give an easy difficulty for casual players and like harder difficulty for, you know, more hardcore players. If only they could do that. But will we see them doing that? We're not too sure at the moment. But like for those, you no. know, players uh, that no, you know, no, we are sure, they're not. <laughs> but so well, keep your eye out for this this kind code things. They're gonna be something in the works for uh, new Super Mario Brothers, supposedly. Um, it, it seems like an interesting idea, and uh, we'll see how it develops. Let's let's get off this game, though. I mean, the the thing is, like, as as nice as it you know might look, I can't shake the feeling that it's almost just like a Wii expanded port, because it doesn't almost look like Wii graphics. It looks like expanded DS graphics. Oh yeah, it does. Well, it's a WiiWare game. That I'll give them. What isn't it? No, no. Oh. This is going to be a $50 release. Oh, my. You mean a... Yeah, okay. I'm not going to talk about illegal actions here, but... <laughs> <sighs> Nintendo can't do anything right. They don't understand the market. They really don't. They, they're so clueless. They're so clueless. I'm not even going to... I'm not going to bother. Like, at this point, it's just... It's not 
beating a dead horse. The horse is still very much so alive, which is the part that pisses me off the most. Yeah. But uh, let's move on, yeah, I guess. Some people are excited about it. We'll see. Um, next game, we Sports Resort. Well, we didn't see this last year at all. <laughs> yeah, I gave it a thumbs up last year. I would want to play it. I don't take that back. I still want to play it. Yeah, it's a, this is going to yeah. be a, a huge game for Nintendo. Oh, yeah. But I was not oppressed. I didn't want to see more of it. I did not actually... I was actually more impressed with the functionality added by uh, the Sony motion sensor than the Wii, Pl Wii Plus thing. That's true. You compare the archery between the two... Yeah. The archery target versus, like, the archery, you mm -hmm. know, you know, with enemies. You reach back, you pull out the arrow, you pull it back, you can turn it sideways, gangsta style, they said. And then in Nintendo 1, it's like, he misses. Oh. And look, and oh. A, a three-point shooting contest? <laughs> what? Where was the motion plus in that? Exactly. What was motion plusy about that? They didn't show off anything, they didn't impress anyone. I, I can understand that it's like specific where you're like if you're off a little bit you'll you'll hit the rim but that's like nothing major and I no. don't see how the Wii remote on its own could yeah, have done that exactly I don't see why I need the motion plus for that game in fact I don't be surprised if they say hey you can just take it out if you want although Reggie did pull it out in the clutch with the money ball winning by one congratulations Reggie. <laughs> um, that's gonna make me buy your game yeah um. But yeah, I mean, it's it's gonna it's gonna be great for Nintendo. Like it's gonna be great for Nintendo. It'll still be great for Nintendo. But I'm so pissed off they devoted so much time to showing us things we've already seen. <laughs> they yeah, they could have demoed like Red Steel Two, but Ubisoft had to steal that demo. Yeah. and that game looks actually pretty cool. Yeah, that game actually does capitalize on the the Motion Plus and actually makes the Motion Plus look fairly impressive. But no, it couldn't be at Nintendo's press conference. How could it be? I mean, you know what? There was one thing about Red Steel Two that I just quickly want to say. Yeah. Enemies, you can, like, they fall on the ground, you can stab them on the ground to kill them, and then they just kind of flicker and then disappear. <laughs> I have a few problems with that. A, the flicker and disappear happened in, like, the Sega Genesis days. <laughs> okay? true. And B, you stab people. You slash people. You cut them. You kill them. There's no blood. There's no effect. There's nothing that you see. It's just, it just seems so anticlimactic. You just, it's a like cutting butter. How fun is cutting butter? Yeah, you get to cut it. Cool. But you don't see any of that shit. You don't see any of the, like, the, there's no flashiness. There's nothing. Oh, like, did you uh, want entrails in your Red Steel 2? Yeah. What's wrong with that? <laughs> Although, I, they did do a really great job. You've commented on this several times, you know, mm -hmm. over the E3 thing. The, the shift to the graphic novel style. Art oh, style, yes. Great move. Mm -hmm. What a great move. Yeah, because like, if, if you had like the realistic style, like in Red Steel One, it just would have failed all over again because the Wii cannot match up. Nope. And Which I think is a problem we'll get to later about Metroid: The Ram. This is this is something that Nintendo has done well. If they've done one thing well, they've realized that their console has graphic limitations. Sorry, wait. And they've no, 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 no. Let me just correct your statement there. It was not Nintendo. It was everyone else that's making games on Nintendo's console. Mm. Now go ahead. They've realized the graphic <laughs> limitations, and they're optimizing it so that they're doing something different. And that I'll, I'll commend them for that. That is good. Yes, it absolutely is. It is unique. But, um, yeah, so too bad Red Steel 2 wasn't there. Let's move on to Golden Sun DS. A lot a, of hype about that. A little teaser. Mm -hmm. People are excited. First time in six years. I have a friend who has been waiting six years. <laughs> and before the comments, he's like... I wonder if they'll announce Golden Sun DS, and I'm like, eh, don't count on it. There hasn't really been anything for it. And I'm like, mm -hmm. well, mm, 
Dang yeah. Skippy. Well, we were wrong quite a bit about Nintendo. We thought they were going to announce Pikmin 3. Oh, that's true. What we the thought, hell? We thought they were going to announce Pikmin 3. Miyamoto said they were sorry. We thought they were going to announce DS Virtual Console. No. We thought they were going to announce, uh, was it Kid Icarus? We thought there was a good chance they might do that. No. Nope. <laughs> Didn't get that. But yeah, Golden Sun DS. Like, they just wrote a teaser. Oh, I think one of, one of the few... Good for Camelot. Sides. Good for Camelot for bringing that back. Absolutely. I think what the, what Nintendo did right in this in their whole conference was the DS. They showed that the DS is still an extremely strong console, is still something I'm glad I purchased, and I'm glad I spent the money on, and is their best gaming platform by far because their games don't matter. The third-party games are great. I mean, they did show some good games. They showed Final Fantasy, The Crystal Bears. Yeah, no, which looked that, that really was, interesting. A, I think that was a WiiWare game. Maybe though. Well, but it was still it was Square Enix, and it just looked weird. It, it definitely not a traditional Final yeah. Fantasy. But anyways. now for DS, the Kingdom Hearts 358 two days. If you play Kingdom Hearts, Mario yeah. and Luigi RPG. Now this is Gimpy Fish's game right here. <laughs> Bowser's Inside Story. This has been out in Japan, and they're trying to make a big deal about this. But as Mario and Luigi, you get mini, and you go inside Bowser to see what's wrong with him. <laughs> but you know, you see the DS is good. Listen to this. James Patterson's Women's Murder Club. Oh games my of, god. Games of Passion. This is again where I say, Nintendo, who is your audience? Is it the 30-year-old woman, the 40-year-old woman that actually reads these books, or 20-something gamers? Do you understand what the hell you're doing? Wait, 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 wait for it. Style savvy. Oh yeah. Where she plays the ocarina because she can't <laughs> whistle. Oh my god! Actually, if you if you watch the, the conference again, at one point they show the traits of uh, one of the characters, and she says she plays the ocarina because she can't whistle. And I I rewind it, I pause it, and just to make sure that's what I saw, and we just started breaking out laughing. That is ridiculous. Amazing. Now, well, I gotta mention something. Remember the part in the conference? It's almost becoming a little bit of a meme right now. Hmm? A little bit. The part where they were breaking down the audiences and they had the gamer and, you know, they had people, like, really getting into it. Hmm? And they had the maybe crowd and, you know, there were people... And they <laughs> had the never. Yeah. The never. Oh, my God. The, the cold woman with her arms crossed <laughs> and a frowny face. On a very tiny screen, in, 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 like, just out of nowhere. Was, oh, my God. <laughs> that was great. But it also makes me wonder. They gave, they had little surveys. Um, the active, they estimated about 295 million people. The maybes, they have about 149 million people. So there are about twice as many active people as there are maybe people. Mm -hmm. So why are they spending more than twice their effort on the maybe people instead of the active people? Because they're business smart. Yeah. Kaz Hirai, who is uh, Sony's, Sony of America's president? Uh, I think he is now, yeah. Yeah. So he made a, a quote about a week or so after E3 that said... You need the hardcore audience mm -hmm. because when you know, like this this middle crowd, you know, who are who's into it for the fad, once they disappear, if you don't have the hardcore crowd, what do you have left? Yeah, and it was the perfect jab, mm -hmm. more like repetitive gut punch <laughs> at Nintendo. 
because you have to wonder about their future. And you know, we can we can get into this at a later time. And probably the Nintendo fan right now listening to us is almost too hurt to hear our comments. But we'll move on. Let's just just have that fester in your mind and have yeah. that have that boil over a little bit. Next game at the end, you know, when you thought they were almost going to be done, Reggie says, "We read the blogs." And so here oh, we, we got so excited at that point. Oh, we did. We were like, "Oh, oh, oh, crap! Here he goes! Here it goes!" Yep, because we we thought that they were going to do something that would blow us away. We thought we, we were the uh, the the injured Nintendo fan. Yes, yeah. where where it was crying out and gasping out. This is the last chance. First, they bring out Super Mario Galaxy Two. Super Mario Galaxy, great game. Yeah, they made a big deal. This the first time that they've had a Mario adventure, the second Mario adventure, on the same console. Congratulations, Nintendo. It's really not, because they had multiple ones for the SNES. It's the first time since the modern uh, consoles. But guess what? You're not making a sequel. This is an expansion. Absolutely. New galaxies? Okay. Yoshi. Yoshi. Mm. Yoshi! That's kind of cool. All right, all right. Where's the revolutionary new gimmicks? Where's the... Oh, they had a drill. You have a drill oh, item oh, where, where, oh, you, no. where you go through... Where, where you go through the same thing, you fight the same boss. Oh, yeah, because that, that's it's very uh, new. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe some new transformations. Oh, man. Oh, amazing. They expanded the ideas from the original. See, the, if this was on, like, Xbox 360 or PlayStation 3, this was going... This would be, like... A Grand Theft Auto 4 kind of expansion, like they mm-hmm. recently announced, like the Ballad of Gay Tony or whatever, where it's its own little separate expansion game mm-hmm. where you like pay. 50, this is not a new game. This is going to be yeah. fun. It's going to be great because Super Mario Galaxy is is, a, is fun. Yeah, but it's not a new game. It's not a new game. I mean, we'll we'll see. Just but um, I mean. Nah, whatever. Let's move on. That's I don't like disappointment after disappointment. Let's go to, the, I guess, the one up. No, this is okay. This is where Nintendo's conference is broken into parts. You had this game mm-hmm. and everything else. And if you're a Nintendo fan, you know that we're talking about the collaboration with Team Ninja yep. and Nintendo called Metroid Other M. Now, Team Ninja. I don't know if you follow the gaming news out there, but. Um, what was it? Uh, Itagaki is his name. Yeah, yeah. Itagaki, the the head of Team Ninja, um, who's also created things like Ninja Gaiden, uh, and Dead or Alive, and Dead or Alive Extreme Volleyball. Yeah, which needed <laughs> its own mention. Oh, it did. It did. Um, he was fired. Well, he wasn't fired. He left the company, Tecmo. Yeah. There was a lot um, of a uh, lot of, a lot of big, controversy. Yeah. Oh yeah, and it was about like a bonus here and there, and he was sued for sexual like whatever things and yeah there's a lot of controversy surrounding that but then they became independent and it seems like Nintendo saw that saw that Metroid Prime was done and that Retro is doing a different series right now which I I still am solid with Zelda I'm holding out for Zelda and we know it's it's Zelda or Kid Icarus personally I think we know the buzzsaw is like would be so excited about Retro doing Zelda like yeah that's his big thing but yeah um and then they have now collaborated to do what looks to be the first game I've ever seen Nintendo produce that's actually driven by something called a story. <gasps> what? Yeah. That means they have background to their characters, and their characters have personalities instead of 
one-liners like "Wahoo! It's me, Mario!" or Jennifer Hale doing orgasmic-like sounds ah, ah, as she as Samus goes Good. through the the lava. Oh yeah, I I, I was got confused really there, but like I mean. The game looks ugly in terms of graphics, uh, not the cutscenes. Cutscenes look great. Uh, that's what I, I talked about when I said we'll mention later. Uh, I think it looks ugly as hell because they're trying to make it look realistic. They really need to give up on that. Yeah. But the gameplay looks solid. It looks fun. It looks like a game I would actually bother playing. Not enough to restore my faith in Nintendo because this is not Nintendo at work. <laughs> it's half Nintendo. Half, Sure. And considering that I thought Ninja Gaiden Sigma was the most repetitive game ever <laughs> and, like, really boring, I could not finish the game. The game got so boring. I, I put the effort through. I said, I'm going to finish this game all the way. Because everyone said it's amazing. I got so bored. It was so repetitive. Oh, my God. But, yeah, like, the some of the gameplay that they showed, the very little that they showed, like, mm -hmm. kind of blended between, like, the 2D Super Metroid-like style and some yeah. 3D. Like, look pretty and they, cool. they're apparently the very mom on whether or not it's 2D or 3D. Right, right. Um, but, uh, if they have jiggle physics for Samus, oh, man. watch out. Yeah, and they, they have the engines for that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean... No, I, I do have to commend, though. Mm -hmm. Nintendo, the best... Like, this is going to be, like, the high of the oh, conference. Yes. Because, obviously, like, we didn't see it coming at all. Yep. They're, you know... Oh, I should touch on this a little bit later too. But what what Reggie did right specifically before mm -hmm. the trailer, he didn't spoil it. He didn't yep. spoil the trailer. Fifteen seconds in the trailer, you still didn't even know it was a Metroid game. Right. That was what made it so good in mm -hmm. you know the fans' eyes was because it just came out of nowhere mm -hmm. that you see, holy crap, it's Samus. Yeah. It's a Metroid. And, and, you know, in a lot of ways, I say my hat's off for Nintendo for doing that. Yeah. I think that was one of the few good moves that they've done, was outsourcing their hardcore game. They've made Metroid into their hardcore IP. Mm -hmm. That's what they're aiming towards hardcore fans. They need more IPs towards hardcore fans and outsource it. Don't do it in-house anymore. Stop it, Nintendo. You're bad. Mm -hmm. Give it to someone else. Retro did a good job. Hopefully Teen Ninja will as well. Yeah. And, um... But, you know what really pissed me off about Metroid The Other M? What is that? Not the game itself, but the fact that people think Nintendo won, or that Nintendo's entire conference Thank didn't you. happen. Thank you. Just because of one game they announced at the very end. It wasn't that big of an announcement, you know? It wasn't like, it wasn't a ground-shaking, you know, like, absolutely earth-shattering new announcement. It was a cool announcement. Not enough to make up for the piss-poor job piss poor show they had before that if they ended before that everyone would have pissed on Nintendo which oh, we'll get yeah. to in a second we'll, oh, yeah. we'll get to in the recap actually about the applause uh, oh. which I think oh. speaks for itself we, we have to talk about the applause like of uh, overall yeah. three that that will yeah. that will come for when we recap because that I think explains exactly where we're coming from yeah yeah. Um, but no, I think what the Nintendo needs to do I think mm -hmm. if there's maybe any way to people have been asking me how can Nintendo restore Samurai Panda's faith in Nintendo? <laughs> and I'm thinking, like, maybe the only way that can happen is that stop having new people get involved in their, like, their new series. If they want to mm -hmm. get involved in, like, the history of their hardcore titles, go back and play the old games. Yeah. They need to start pushing the boundaries on their hardcore oh, yeah. IP. I think if they do that... 
And maybe it's because we're coming from a more mature standpoint. Like, we're 22 and 21 years old. Yes. Maybe that might have something to do with it. I'm not saying have Mario shoot up some biatches in a <laughs> FPS and make it oh, I'm sorry, mature I'm sorry. rated. Shadow the Hedgehog? Is that, is that what you're... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Okay. That's something like a 22-year-old self like myself. Uh, oh, I'm not yeah. saying oh, go yeah. in the whole FPS route and make it mature rated, but push the boundaries. Absolutely. Turn your franchises more mature. And what's interesting mm-hmm. was Miyamoto was not at this conference. Yes, he did not make the appearance. The whole swine flu bonanza hype crazy stuff, mm-hmm. they, Nintendo didn't want to take a chance and they <laughs> didn't have him make the trip. That's why he wasn't there. People wondering. That's why. Blame it on swine flu. He didn't have swine flu. It's just the hype behind swine flu caused him not to make the trip. Yeah. Whatever. Like Japan is that dangerous. They really should have probably shown a video or something. They had him like come out on video screen and say, "Sorry, I couldn't be there." But here I am. Right. This is true. Why didn't they do that? Also, Nintendo said, "You know what, Shigeru Miyamoto? Don't say that we're working on Zelda at all." You know, that's we read the blogs, but that's not what the fans wanted. So yeah. it takes a roundtable by Miyamoto after the conference mm-hmm. to show that, yeah, we've, we've got this concept art here. And yeah. if you haven't seen the Zelda concept art, it's interesting. Link looks a little old, bit older. I'm not saying like he's an adult, but he looks a little older, more mature. Yep. And um, there's like this, this fairy who looks like almost like the Wind Waker style, but... Yeah. Certain parts of her, the design, seem Master Sword esque. Mm-hmm. Like the shape, like the jewel in the like the hel- the hilt. Right. Um, certain things about it. Why couldn't Nintendo just say, and here's an have you go, and here's an image on this screen where we show you what we're working on. Yeah. Woo! Crap goes crazy. It's just an image, but we're going insane. Why couldn't they have done that? I'll tell you why. Because they keep these little tidbits for Miyamoto. For him to announce if the PR and if the response is bad to the conference. They did the exact same thing last year. Their conference sucked. So Miyamoto dropped a few tidbits of Pikmin 3 and Kid Icarus. Remember that? Well, he said, we're working on uh, Pikmin 3. Nothing really about Kid Icarus. I think he said something uh, along the lines of, we know people want it kind of thing, you know. But still, like, he dropped little tidbits to make people happy because their conference sucked so much ass last year. Guess what? It sucked so much ass this year with a little glimmer of hope in the Uh, end. It was was better than last. Last year was just catastrophic. This year was better, but still very disappointing. Absolutely disappointing. Uh, the only thing that was good about this was the DS stuff they showed and the other M. And the fact that they showed that, yeah, they kind of, sort of have noticed that people fucking hate them now. Sorry. Thanks for that. But, um, I mean, honestly, like, I, they, they have not restored my faith. Absolutely have not. They're in the right direction. Metroid, the other M, not enough. Too little, too late, in my opinion. They need a lot more very soon. Frankly, they need a new console. They, I mean, when you have to have the hacking community give DVD reading <laughs> abilities to the Wii, it can read your DVDs. You can play DVDs on it. All you have to do is put a little program that, that some people made for it onto it. You can actually do an update, a system update, that would include this so you can play DVDs on your Wii. Why wouldn't they include that? What was Nintendo thinking? Yeah. They're, they just need a new console that has a focus 
more similar to the 360 and the PS3. Perhaps a new console line, not Nintendo Wii 2, not motion sensing, a hardcore console. That's what I'm looking for. I'm waiting for them to make a, a console for the hardcore players that is like the PS3, that is like the 360, that they go only online, you know, they, they shoot for online stuff, they shoot for uh, us gamers, and then they keep working on their, their casual console as well. They keep working on the Wii 2, the mm-hmm. motion sensing, the next step in virtual gaming, and make that separate. Because that is not what the hardcore players want, and you are losing us one by one by one. I read Penny Arcade, and I think they say that the Nintendo won just because of Metroid, the other M. No. That, to me, shows the ignorance of even the competitive gamers. Do you really think that game alone could put Nintendo above and beyond everyone else? Really? No. 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 Absolutely not. It's a good-looking game. A lot of people shat themselves when they saw it, because it was that cool to them. To me, it was okay. To me, it was good. Not enough. And I think we'll get to that. There's another game that some people think was even better. This is true. Um, again, like, why couldn't they show this on the floor? But mm-hmm. it, people were blown away by the DS game. Some, some people even, uh, you know, IGN, mm-hmm. GameSpot, I think even 1UP, were calling this the game of the show. Yeah. Scribblenauts. Now... What is Scribblenauts, you might ask? Uh, well, I really don't know how to describe it. It's kind of weird. It's right. It's basically an action-adventure game, uh, platformer. Puzzle-solving. Puzzle-solving, yeah. It's a mix of a lot of genres where it's, uh, you know, kind of like a, a third-person scrolling game. And uh, they, you can write in on the bottom screen different objects and things that you want, and it'll disappear. You solve these puzzles seamlessly with this entire engine where you just write in anything. And it appears. Now, give them some examples of things that'll appear. Keyboard cat? Yeah. <laughs> and long cat? Um, Memes appear? You can type in ray gun. That'll appear. You can type in gun. That happens too. God. Really? God. I have no idea. People pitted God against Einstein, I think. <laughs> there, there are videos out there of scribble knots. If you have not seen them, you need to see them. Now, there was a post in the back room where someone shared a NeoGAF, because um, we, we talk about a lot of things, and it was one of our social threads, uh, where they posted uh, you know, someone's take on E3. Someone that was at E3 uh, uh, that was talking on NeoGAF. They said, best game of E3, without a doubt, was Scribblenauts. And they said, listen to this story. I was in the earlier levels. I didn't, ha- I didn't quite have an idea of how ridiculously in-depth the database was. I was summoning things like ladders, glasses of water, Ray guns, what have you. But I'd reached a level with zombie robots, and the zombie robots kept killing me. Ray guns didn't work, a torch didn't work, a pickaxe didn't work. In my frustration, I wrote in Time Machine, and one popped up. What the hell? A smile dawned on my face. I hopped in, and the option was given to me to either travel to the past or the future. I chose past. So when I hopped out, there were dinosaurs walking around. I clicked one, and I realized I could ride them. So I hopped on a freaking dinosaur, traveled back to the present, and stomped the crap out of robot zombies. Did you just hear that? Did you? I time-traveled through time and jumped on a dinosaur and used it to kill freaking robot zombies. This game is unbelievable. Impossible. There's nothing you can't do. 
That's someone else's take. Uh, his name is Feep, a user on NeoGAF. That's a little glimpse into what you can do with the engine of Scribble Knots, and that is something that I have high hopes for, and shows me, once again, I'm glad I have a DS. Yes, very much so. Um, it's coming out in September. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> get excited, people. Like, this is the game. People were coming up with random words. Like, they came up with, like, you know, ten words. Just like, no way, like, this, they should, this should be in the game. Mm -hmm. It actually passed almost every word except for Plumbob, which the creator said would be added into the game. <laughs> That's too good. I mean, this is... Although apparently the word I want to try out uh, might not work because they're shooting for a more everyone kind of game. Third leg, if you will. Yes, apparently. I, I, I set out in the background with withhold judgment on the game until I find out what happens when you put that word in. And I think Dazwa mentioned, unfortunately, it might not do anything. Aww. Yeah. That's all. That's I would be so funny if, that, if you entered that and it would, like... <laughs> no. <laughs> There's, like, a, a giant censored thing that appears, and you're just like, what the hell? What if you put fire in my laser? <laughs> That'd be kind of cool. I'm firing my laser. And all of a sudden, the guy's mouth opens. Uh, I think it is for DS Lite. It, it should be. Like it's what? not just there's no there's no oh. difference between DS and DS Lite. No, but like it's Even not a, it's not a DSi exclusive. No, 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 I, that's not, no, I don't believe so. Okay, yeah, um, but yeah, so I think we've already talked about our highs and lows and overall. Was there anything like there's probably a few more lows that we could throw in there? Oh yeah, We Fit Plus, just like an expansion. Of I, no, I'm not I'm not gonna go with any more lows because no. I think we've we've lowed more than enough. Uh, um, yeah, and then when they mentioned Spirit Tracks. Zelda Spirit Tracks, they're just mm. like, and of course you, you have Zelda Spirit Tracks. Or uh, Phantom Hourglass 2. Oh, I don't know. Mm. They said like, we got Spirit Tracks, and you can play it on the show floor. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. <sighs> You're killing me. And then they go on and show us another game we've already seen. Not oh yeah, and then they thought like they were trying to make it up to us like, here's some hardcore games. The Conduit. Resident Evil Dark Side Chronicles and Dead Space Extraction. <laughs> Wait, so you think all us hardcore gamers care about are first person shooters? Or third person yeah. shooters? No, no, no. It's not like that. Show us freaking scribble lots. Yeah. Although the conduit is coming out on the 23rd, um, um, it'll be worth a try. I don't think I'll buy it personally. It looks okay, but the FPS gimmick on the Wii isn't enough to get me out of my anti FPS like role. Like, I don't really. I'm tired of the FPS genre, and uh, it'll it'll take something really out there like Left 4 Dead to get mm -hmm. me back into it. And Conduit, while it seems like a step in, in the right direction, absolutely does. Like Map World was, um, just not really my yeah. style. So, if, in terms of uh, multi-platform games and notes, just trying really to quickly, rack me up, let's yeah. run through these. Modern Warfare 2 going to be a huge game yeah, in, uh, on November 14th, I think it is coming mm -hmm. out. Um, the demo for during uh, Microsoft's conference, they could have really done without the ice climbing thing. <laughs> Way too yeah. long. But, uh, you know, the whole snow thing. The, It'll be that fun to thing. do and, and to experience, but not really, like, to show off. But, yeah. Yeah. 
next. Who's talking about Punch Out? Punch Out's already out. Yeah, I'm we, not. We, I we have, have it. We haven't. We haven't. Played yeah, it. I haven't even bothered playing it yet. I have it. I don't even care enough to put it in my Wii. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Final Fantasy 13. They showed some longer trailers. The game's looking beautiful. Oh, looking amazing. Yeah, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, Assassin's Creed 2. Holy crap! Hell looks fun yeah. as hell. Definitely gonna have to play that. Um, and Metal Gear Solid Rising. Um, you know, it's we'll going to it's gonna be the we'll story see. of Raiden, and it's going to be for 316 PS3. They're mm-hmm. actually giving a lot of hype that Rising is supposed to signify they're going beyond Metal Gear. Beyond, you mean Salt Snake. Yeah, but, like, also, like, you know, technology-wise and, oh, like, right, and right, they're right. trying to do more. So, um, we'll, we'll see. see. I mean, Raiden is definitely an unpopular character. You just said Raiden. You just said Raiden. What? Yeah. Is it Raiden? Raiden. Uh, right. Close Damn. enough. You're you're the Japanese. Yeah, fan. I'm the Japanese guy, but I don't jump on people when they pronounce things incorrectly in the American way. Like Naruto is wrong in the American way. Naruto. Like Saki is wrong in the American way. When you see Saki, S A K E with an accent over it, Sake. Yeah. How I, do you get Saki? No, I know that drives. But Raiden, Raiden's like. That's how a lot of people pronounce it. Yeah. You know, that's fine. It's like Ryu and Ryu. I don't get pissed off that people say Ryu, but it's definitely Ryu. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like the whole thing last time with the whole website, it's definitely like the whole big boss image was for Peace Walker, Raiden was for Rising. Right. It's too bad it wasn't like Gray Fox, like a Metal Gear <laughs> yeah. remake, or even Sunny, if Sunny was the, the ninja. I'm surprised that, that uh, you know, Kojima's going with that. Um, but he loves Raiden. Raiden. Uh, and everyone knows that and uh, you know he did kind of make him look a lot cooler in Metal Gear Solid 4 so uh, we'll see if he can make a good game out of it yeah maybe it's going to be like the story of how he became that crazy ass ninja that would be cool so that about does it for E3 but we have to wrap things up on a more serious note Um, how to best put this for those that have been listening to our more recent episodes of Show Me Your News, mm-hmm. congratulations, you have found the right place where we've been putting out our yeah. episodes, because as we've been saying for a while, it hasn't been out on iTunes, because mm-hmm. since Major League Gaming bought out Smashboards, where our um, files were hosted, yeah. they moved their servers, and thus the iTunes links were broken. So I think episode 39 is the last one that's out on iTunes, that's, that's a while ago. That yeah. really is a while ago. And um, so, basically, uh, we've been in talks with our man, JV, who's our Smashboards MLG liaison. Mm-hmm. Great guy. He actually is in Michigan, which is... Yeah, he is. Really, only, only like 40 minutes away. He's a, a really nice guy. We've met him yeah. in person. Really, really awesome. And so we've been in, in talks, and he's hoping that MLG is through with their corporate agenda... Yeah. And maybe we'll be able to reestablish things by the end of the month. By the end of the month, mm-hmm. and then uh, we will come back stronger than before with uh, perhaps a new focus and a new spin on Show Me Your News. That, that's where I'm saying that we've. Level. I've been uh, hinting in the thread that this is maybe the last Show Me Your News as we know it. Right. Because we're looking to you know maybe expand the show in a new way, and yep. I've got a couple ideas floating around my head. But we want to hear your opinions. Go to smyn.smashnexus.net or our thread on Smashboards. You want to hear your opinions on how you want to see the podcast change yeah. to expand for a major league gaming um, you know, focus. I mean, we're not saying that like we're going to go only focus on Halo 3 and Gears of War and yeah. Madden and all those random games. 
Um, uh, we really, we'd really like to uh, to do a, m- a more broad gaming with. I mean, we'd like to push the brawl thing to yeah. you know to focus on getting that for MLG support. I think right. that, that would think, be great. Yeah, it would be great. But I think to separate the brawl almost completely, to separate it into its own entity, which we has taken the form of the Smash Bo- Smash uh, Backroom podcast, mm-hmm. uh, would probably be preferable. And uh, I don't know. We'll see what we do with Show Me Your News as right. a whole. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we'd definitely like to hear your opinions on that. And given that I don't have much time anymore, two months, I will be starting medical school. we got to give you props for getting into medical school. Thank you, although I don't really want to go. Uh, <laughs> I guess I'll just do it. I'm starting the beginning of August, so my time is definitely going to be limited. Uh, I'll be studying a lot, and I'm going to try to keep in the smash scene. Uh, but we shall see how much time we'll, I can dedicate to this. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm hoping actually for shorter podcasts. The, oh, what, yeah. what, the way I'm thinking right now, uh, the, my, well, my we'll my, talk my, about yeah, it. We'll, yeah. we'll talk about it. Um, but we really want to hear your opinions, and um, we'll we'll see what Show Me Your News becomes. Yep. And because w- then we'll start off with uh, episode fifty, mm-hmm. half a hundred. Yeah, that's a lot. It is. It is a lot. And considering how long our episodes usually go to, too. <laughs> that's this, this is true. Over well over probably a hundred fifty hours. You know. It's yeah. a lot of podcasting. It is, it is. And, like, the podcast means a lot to us. It means yeah. a, a ton to me. I've been realizing that, like, as my future begins to expand, begins to expand mm-hmm. and, like, I have to make a resume, and I think of what I can put on a resume, mm-hmm. the jobs I've worked to try to get into, like, the entertainment industry, I, I could do a lot of things. I could do, like, video editing. I could yeah. maybe find a job that blends, you know, film, movie making with video games. I could do broadcasting. I could do a lot of things. <laughs> but none of the jobs that I've had actually really help that. And the one thing that ties it all together is show me your news. Show yeah. me your news looks really good on a resume. It That's means true. a lot to me. It means a lot to you, like how whatever your future ventures may be. Yeah. And um, it's it's definitely meant a lot to us. And we just want to... To really continue it because the fans love it and mm-hmm. we enjoy it. So definitely get back to us on that. Yeah. Because we're, we're hoping. And c- until then, like, we're, we're on hiatus because yeah. otherwise the minimal distribution is almost not worth the effort. So let's... Yeah, give a quick recap. Uh, send emails to Major League Gaming. Oh, Say yeah. we, want, we yeah. want Show Me Your News. That's what we need to do. Yeah, absolutely. Get fan support. To, and we'll try to find like an email address for you to send it to. Yeah. To show the support for Show Me Your News to like how much it would mean to them. Yeah. Or how much, like why it sh- they should uh, uh, forge like, time with us. Just, just, it's so simple to do anyways. Yeah. But uh, yeah, as a quick recap, the audience reaction to uh, the E3 conferences. As a whole. What as would you whole. rate this E3 out of 10 as a whole? Six. There was nothing that new. There was nothing that stellar. There was nothing that great. I came out thinking I'll buy maybe two or three extra games that I didn't already expect to buy. That's it. Mm-hmm. Which is less than even last year's E3, I think. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah. But I, w- what would you give it? I would give it a 7.5. Mm-hmm. This E3, bringing back like around 3,000 attendees... <laughs> we gotta really get going. Gotta wrap this up quickly. Yeah, got people coming. Calls. Got people coming over. With having like three thousand attendees as opposed to just press, like strictly press, mm-hmm. meant a lot for it. It's a building block to maybe get it back to where it once was. 
It wasn't fantastic, but it yeah. was solid. You maybe saw historical moments with Natal. If it ever branches and goes into something, we can say that we saw historic moments. Yeah. Maybe Nintendo started to turn a corner with the other M. Maybe. maybe. This was this was we'll a conference of see. this was a conference of maybes. Mm -hmm. New things that we'll see how they can develop on. Will Motion Plus ever turn into something that's not gimmicky? Yeah. Maybe. We'll no, see. Yeah, we shall see. But as for the now and the here and the present and how people are thinking about who won and how uh, you know these conferences were run, if you watch the conferences, look at how many people clapped and oh, cheered. Oh, we'll, we'll finish up with this. Yeah. I mean, if you want to know who won, when Nintendo started and Cammy came on stage, no one clapped. Maybe a couple lingering Maybe boos. a couple. And when, every time she came on, they did mother clapping. There was, there was withheld clapter, very, very soft clapter for Reggie coming on. Reggie, who's a huge, like, meme of sorts <laughs> among people. When Sony came on, people were cheering loud. No. Here's the truth. Hmm? When they announced the Hannah Montana lilac-colored <laughs> PSP, there was more applause that Nintendo had in their entire press conference. And yes, I'm including the other M in that yeah. applause. Now, yeah. now, other M did have good applause. But Sony had to stop and recognize the applause that was being given for a Hannah Montana PSP. Yeah. It, it was funny. It was funny just how much people were starving for something good. Because Sony came after Nintendo. And that goes to show you the difference between the reception what Nintendo showed and the reception of what Sony showed. And Microsoft, I think, hit, hit a nice middle ground between those two. Yeah. It's, all, it's all about hype. E3 was about hype. And that, good people, is the aftermath. With that, I'm Yoko. I'm Samurai Panda. And we are out. Thank you for listening. What's up, guys? It's Yoko. You know, over the years, the one year and some months that Brawl's been out, I haven't really been playing it that competitively. I know, I've got classes to do, I've got other games to play. Brawl just hasn't been that high on the menu. Well, and I know, I know, I know what you're thinking. You do a Brawl podcast, you spend all this time devoted to a Brawl-based show, and you don't play the game that much? Yeah, I know. Deal with it. Well, you know, I'm trying to pick it up a little bit again. I'm not saying I'm going to go to tournaments and I'm going to be huge like Panda is here in Michigan and in the Midwest. But, you know, I'm picking it up a little bit. Just, you know, what's wrong with, you know, beating some friends, right? So, I've been, you know, throwing about, like, who do I main? And, you know, we were, you know, I was playing Panda's Meta Knight because, you know, you got to play Meta Knight. And here's the deal. I'm right now maining Falco and I am seconding Peach. I know. It's a weird combo. 
we'll, we'll see how uh, how I roll with it. People have been wanting to know, and now you know. Uh, is the uh, the sound good on Stickham? Too loud, too quiet. It can be changed. He can be taught. It's <laughs> exactly what he sounded like. FYI. Maybe that was the intent. Liar. You can't intend to sound like <laughs> Sounds like Lottie. Here, boy, come on. <laughs> what a good movie. I can't believe they actually played it the other day, too. They even played it today, and you weren't here. I know. So I was, I was left to sing Prince Ali all by myself. <laughs> you must Prince have, uh, Ali, uh, is he, not as you know him. Why, why do you always sing the Jafar version? Because it's it's got the funny accent <laughs> What is that accent? And why does he have it? Prince Ali! <laughs> it's like, it's completely unnecessary and strange to boot. He feeds Gatton Hoards! A hundred packets of swords! Who sent those goons in there? Lord of Prince Ali! He's got 75 golden candles. Don't they look wildly, Joan? He's got, oh, as for peacocks, he's got 53. Fabulous, Harry, I love the feathers. <laughs> when it comes to exotic type mammals. Has he got a zoo? And I'm telling you, it's a world class menagerie. I'll get up on of that square. I'm just your bell and prepare. Drop cock and growl and stare at Prince Ali. <laughs> what a good song. Yeah.